Welcome to the Gospel According to Star Trek podcast's 2020 Advent series. I'm Kevin Sinise, and I'll be with you every Sunday this Advent as we seek out new life in the Advent of Christ. feel that. Human flesh against human flesh. We're the same. We share the same history, the same heritage, the same lives. We're tied together beyond any untie. Man or woman, it makes no difference. We're human. We couldn't escape from each other even if we wanted to. That's how you do it, Lieutenant by remembering who and what you are, a bit of flesh and blood, afloat in a universe without end. And the only thing that's truly yours is the rest of humanity. That's where our duty lies. Afloat in a universe without end that can seem a lonely place that can seem a cold, isolated, naked, exposed place, a universe without end, especially for a bit of flesh and blood. The psalmist says that the heavens declare the glory of God, the skies proclaim the works of God's hands, or some say the expanse proclaims the works of God's hands. I don't think the psalmist could have any idea what we know today about the enormity, the immensity, the absolute vastness of that space, the universe without end that Kirk describes. It's a piece of scripture that the more we learn about the world we inhabit, the more it expands, not breaks out of the container within which it exists. As we learn more about the impossible depth of the universe. That bit of flesh and blood seems ever smaller, ever more fragile. And also, the God whose glory the heavens declare becomes ever more vast and incredible, ever greater. Indeed, the more we learn about the heavens, the more we learn about the glory of God. But that isn't a cold place. That isn't a lonely place. Because that universe is held in the hand that creates and sustains it. The hand that is infinitely far greater than the universe itself. And that, that bit of flesh and blood that's so tiny. I'll quote another piece of science fiction. 
contact. When Eleanor Arroway says, I have been given a vision of the universe that tells us how small and insignificant and how rare and precious we all are and that we are not, that none of us is alone. We're not just afloat in that universe without end. We are wrapped up in it, bound up like a baby in swaddling clothes. We are held in a hand in Rainer Maria Rilke's words that will not let us fall. And yet, as small and insignificant and rare and precious as we all are, the vastness of the universe, the greatness, the grandeur, the glory of God condescends, comes down to be with we who are so tiny, so insignificant, so rare, so precious, comes to indwell tiny baby, a human being, and then to indwell all of us. That relationship that tells us that we are not alone, that God is Emmanuel with us, in us, through us, that is an amazing story. That is a story that comes down to the very core of who and what we are as human beings. That bit of flesh and blood learns an awful lot about the space within which it lives. And the God who made us tiny things that we are made us beautifully wonderfully to be able to search and explore the stars, the heavens in which we exist, in which we reside. And they're not there for no purpose. They're there to show us just how great is the one who cares for us bits of flesh and blood afloat not adrift but afloat finding our way sailing those currents like Ben and Jake Sisko sailed the solar winds like the Enterprise herself reaches out no one has gone before. And so at this time, when so many of us are feeling that fragility, are feeling so isolated, so cut off from one another, even when we're with one another, if we have the privilege of being in the same space with one another, even still at this time, 
we feel distant. Even if we're not physically distant, we can sometimes feel philosophically distant. We can feel as if we're living in a different world right across the street. And so I think it's important that we remember where we are. I think it's important that we pull the telescope out of the box, set it up to look out the window. And as Saru said, look up. That's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Looking up. It's not just hoping that things will be good. It's an expectant hope. It's a longing. It has an aim. It has a goal. It has a place to go. Looking up, just as we as children look up to our parents to be lifted into their arms. So we look up now in expectant hope. Not just that things will be better and things will be brighter, but that there is a someone out there with open arms always waiting there for us. Helpless as we may feel, helped then we must be if we are to move forward and we are to move forward the greatness of the cosmos the greatness of that which lies far beyond all those distant stars in Cisco's words that greatness comes to be bit of flesh and blood, afloat along with us in a universe without end. And while our duty lies with the rest of humanity, our destiny, our shared destiny, lies far beyond the stars. This is not just a metaphor this is not just a nice idea. This is Advent. And now may the love of God the Father, through the grace of Jesus Christ, and the peace of the Holy Spirit, be with you now and always, that you may truly live long and prosper. Mm -hmm.